Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today, we're wrapping up a week of talking about athletic development. And of course, we're going to be talking specifically about the UMS today, the Unified Movement System, which is our program that we teach to make driven people strong, flexible, and athletic. Welcome, everybody. If you're new to the tribe, Rich is behind the mix. Rad is at the table with me, Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. Remember, as a valued listener, use the link in the description to get your first month free. Before we get started, as always, we want to give a big warm welcome if you are watching the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. Make sure you leave a comment. We'll send you some love back. Remember, anyone can join and interact with us live. Lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button, support the channel, and subscribe if you like what you see. We filmed a brand new exercise video yesterday coming at you soon. YouTube, get ready. Of course, joining us again today is our resident physiotherapist, co-founder of ADPT Physio, Phil White. How are you today? Good. It's been a good week of talking about athletic development. And if you didn't uh, catch it, the ADPT, AD stands for Athletic Development Physical Therapy. So, uh, yeah, this is stuff I love talking about. I think it's so key, um, you know, to getting out of that sort of injury mindset and getting into, you know, doing the stuff that you love. So I think it's a, yeah, been a great chat and um, this a is good your week. Jam. Yeah, happy days. This is your jam. Nice one. So, yeah. How are you, Rad? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, I'm absolutely. Um, I'm loving uh, loving our new, you know, schedules at the gym. Doing these shows around midday, getting a lot more done. Had a really good week, and uh, you know, looking forward to the weekend. Awesome. I'm excited about this show. I'm excited about wrapping this up. This is a really important series, and and um, you know, we're going to try. We try. We always try and do. Well, most of the time, we try and do these without throwing too many stones. But today, we're going to throw some freaking stones. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's really because um, I believe that it's important as strength and conditioning coaches and personal trainers and exercise uh, sports exercise scientists and physiotherapists that we encourage a culture among people who are exercising that is. Uh, beneficial, not just for the business model and for making money, but beneficial for the individual. I mean, people join gyms to get results and people become very discouraged from exercising when they don't get results. And it's become very popular uh, to focus more on the making money part uh, and less on the getting results part. And I think a lot of the business models out there um, are really, really letting people down, could be doing better about this. And I'm talking about um, e exercise routines that, you know, um, sell on the fact that you never do the same workout twice and you never, you know, it's all about entertainment. And of course, and Phil made a very good point yesterday, there is a ballot, you got to find a, a middle ground, you got to be able to keep people engaged with the program long enough so that they form habits and get results and things like that. But I think that it's you got to be really careful not to go um, too far at either end of that spectrum. Don't become too analytical. You know, we had a great discussion. I think it was yesterday's show with one of our viewers who's a personal trainer who's done a sports exercise science degree. 
And, uh, and, you know, he had a system of onboarding people where he was really trying to educate and coming from a really, really great place, but probably going a little bit too far on the spectrum of, um, of scientific jargon. Uh, and, 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 and he even acknowledged it was going over people's heads, you know. <coughs> and then you've got the other end of the spectrum, which is just all about entertainment. And it's about randomizing the workout, making people just feel like they've been absolutely battered. I think it falls into the same category as the boot camp style uh, training where you literally just try and make people puke. So they and, and then people start to think, well, that's how I have to train to get a result, you know. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately, and what we're going to really um, talk about today and the big message, the key message from today is that, you know, we, we have a lot of research on what gives better results. We do know what the better way to train is and, and it is to follow and adopt a series of principles that have stood the test of time. And, and one of the keys there is sort of simplicity and progressive overload. You know, you do not need to do fancy exercises uh, to get good results. Not everyone needs to progress to doing um, Olympic snatches and power cleans to get really strong, flexible and athletic. You know, those movements are fantastic for certain people and certain athletes, but not everyone has to do them, nor should they, you know. And in the same token, uh, uh, people shouldn't probably be doing really complex movement patterns that focus heavily or, or are heavily weighted on complexity and coordination. And then there's no real path of progressive overload. And that's um, the key message that we've really been trying to teach this week. And today we're going to um, sort of talk about, okay, so w we've made a good case as to why these things are important, as to why these things are going to waste a lot of people's time and, and, and deliver mediocre results. Well, let's talk about what it looks like uh, in a program that's delivering really great results, you know, and, and the easiest way for us to do that is to talk about how Phil um, and Nilesh work with clients in ADPT physio, because I think it's quite unique. Um, I've been to lo a lot of physios who treat symptoms and don't, um, <laughs> and don't treat causes. And, uh, and we can talk till the cows come home about how we do it in the unified movement system. So why don't we kick that off with... Um, uh, what our key three goals are uh, when someone comes to us, whether they come for calisthenics, whether they come wanting to do handstands, whether they're a yogi that wants to get strong, whether they're a, a power lifter that wants to get more flexible, whether they're a bodybuilder who wants to repair some, um, you know, damage to the, to the body, uh, whether they're a retired rugby league player or, uh, or NFL player or, or, or AFL player. Uh, who wants to sort of get, get moving properly again. What are the three key goals that we have very first to build a foundation in someone? Are you talking about the balance between strength, flexibility yeah. and fitness? Yeah, well, those are the three main goals that we have because we've, we, the, the, whole, the, the whole creation of the UMS was always to find a better way to train. And we never, we never started by saying, we're going to create a program that's different to what other people are doing. That's not how it, it became what it is. All we did was always look for a better way to train for ourselves. And because we've been doing it for so long, it's evolved and evolved and evolved. And then because we all worked, worked out together, trained together, tested each other's skills and um, levels of strength, flexibility and fitness against each other and could see that certain people's training was producing better results this way and that way and so forth. And eventually it turned into something that we recognized was a system and so it was named. And then from there, we, you know, delivering it to our members, we've just always constantly looked at what are the results that it's producing, how close are we to what the majority of the fitness industry says is required to achieve certain results like whether you're some you know whether you're looking at research that says to get flexible you've got to hold a stretch 
for 30 seconds three times on each side or whether you're looking at the research that says if you want to get stronger you have to do five sets of five reps minimum you know 25 reps in one workout on the same muscle group like all these things we looked at that and looked at how our workout is and and then it was this constant balancing act of, of like there was this this time recently where one of our friends in his late 30s had a stroke and then it made us look at our program and go oh man we, we don't have any cardio in our program like we've just gone this whole way of just strength and flexibility now and you know we tell people to do cardio but people aren't doing it it's like telling people to stretch after the session that's why we do a balance between strength and flexibility and so we forced a way to get cardio back in there and, and it's really hard as a coach because it's it's really it, it's been really hard to, to keep it to one hour but get enough of strength flexibility and cardio training to make a change in somebody's body that's been really hard for us to do and that's why it's taken so many years to evolve to get to where it is but it is this beautiful balance now that truly delivers and really works and if you're new to this, if you don't haven't heard us talk about this stuff before, haven't really looked into it, look at our Instagram page. Look at what our members are doing. I, ma I manage that page and I make a conscious effort to post a hell of a lot more of what our members do rather than what we do because they train for an hour a day whereas we train for two, sometimes three hours a day. So you shouldn't look at us for what we do. You should look at what our members do. Um, and then also read and our the Google The other really reviews. important thing to state there, that which I spoke about in one of my emails this week, is that we've been training for almost two decades. Yeah, we've got mem those members on that Instagram page, like even some of our highest performers, some of them have only been training with us for 18 months or so, some of the people that you're seeing. In, I mean, some of them have only been training for six months, but the people that are doing the more impressive stuff are probably beyond the 12 month mark with us yeah absolutely and then if we spin it around to the way that you guys work uh you and Nilesh, uh um of course i'm referring to phil here if you're watching on the podcast or listening watching on the podcast because <laughs> uh, we can do that now with new evolved eyes we listen with our eyes and uh, <laughs> and watch with our ears um uh, you guys you know the way you guys i've been really impressed with the which is what why we've partnered i've been really impressed with the way you guys work with clients and it's it's really different it's um to the norm uh, if I dare say, um, compare you to an other physios in the area, which I don't think is even um, possible at this stage. Um, uh, so why don't you explain a little bit about that and your philosophies? Yeah, so with um, you know our business and, and naming it ADPT, like that athletic development side of things is what we really wanted to focus on because so often with physiotherapy, it's kind of, you know, it, the context in which it lives is so often in that sort of injured like injury identity, um, you know, space of not being able to do the things you like. And, you know, going to see physio is all about like, you know, taking time out of what you love to do like the chore that is physio. And the most common reason people would usually not like engage with physios because they just find it boring and they get some exercise that they like, they feel like they should do because they've been told to, but they don't see how it actually affects like, you know, um, what they're like what's going on the rest of their life or what they're the sport they want to do and it's just so generally so yeah non-engaging that you just like tap out entirely and just drift off or people come and go to physio and get you know lots of like hands-on treatment and get told to put on like maintenance programs of hands-on treatment that doesn't actually address the the biggest thing which is teaching people how to look after themselves so that's kind of like our our philosophy behind um 
you know, our physio work was all about that athletic development. And with Nilesh coming from his sports background of um, 10 years at the Greater Western Sydney Giants AFL Club, he's, you know, seen professional athletes in, in action. And for me, it's, you know, coming from being a very injured athlete, playing, you know, um, 11 years of competitive ultimate frisbee, being constantly injured and just being thoroughly underwhelmed by, um, you know, sort of physio experiences. So uh, I guess that's the kind of like context in which we're trying to push physio from a, you know, injured, like a, like not, not able to do things space to an athletics space. And so I really love this, um, this conversation this week about, you know, how you can, um, you know, if, if we think about all the different variables in which, um, you know, training uh, inhabits. So we're looking at like progression of, um, you know, movement complexity, movement, um, like load capacity, flexibility, fitness, and, and, and strength. You can really like for each person work with them, think about their goals, about what they want to be able to achieve and change a few of the variables but um, to deal with the injury, but then keep all the other variables up so they get a train like a satisfying training experience and um, stay engaged with, you know, the activities they love. So um, I guess, yeah, like practical examples of what that might look like is, you know, if you do have a, a shoulder injury, then you can still go to the gym, you can still do your lower body um, strength, lower body mobility to its like maximum capacity. You don't have to take time out and, um, you know, just be like, rest and get manual therapy so that's the kind of that that space in which i think it's really interesting um and just on uh i guess this topic today where we're looking at like you know how the ums online coaching and and um is is simple and effective i think it's a really key thing uh with the science of health so the science of like training but also of physio when we're looking at this kind of evidence-based practice space it can be really tempting to go like you know look at scientific research and just grab every little everything that seems you know fun and interesting and just throw it against the wall and see what sticks but what i love about the on ums online coaching like the ums approach is basically it's like instead of just like being a consumer and um of uh, science we're trying to take a scientific approach to training so we're actually using the scientific method of like keeping things simple enough so that when you make a change you can see a response and so it's this kind of shift of like not using science to wow and like you know add all these confusing elements it's it's taking that scientific approach of simplifying things changing variables and seeing a response so. and then collecting data and then and then using that data and comparing it to the data you get from someone else and kind of almost like having this wicked collective peer reviewing group constantly checking whether it, it is actually something that is being replicated among uh, a, a medium group of people men women different age groups as opposed to you know um uh just the one person us you know yeah. um and and we've been you know like not, not we don't just say that like this week was there's been a big you know the last couple of weeks there's been a big discussion between all of us about like you know what's going well in the um you know the ums system and what's uh, what could be improved and one thing that we're implementing now is um you know having sort of more options for lower body um sort of structural balance with uh you know lateral movement and um like kind of giving that option between straight arm strength or, you know, adding on uh, sort of lower body, a uh, bit more structural balance stuff there. We've looked at changing progressions of, um, you know, the squat sort of pr um, progressions to address some of the deficits that we're seeing. So it really, and that's coming from the data that we're getting around, you know, people having troubles with certain movements, getting certain injuries. And um, yeah, so we're, we're really trying to take that approach of like constantly refining. And you can only do that if you have this like scientific approach to how you're doing things and not just chucking shit at the wall. <laughs> and, and, uh, and not just randomizing it, yeah. you know, like not just having someone sit in a room thinking, what can I do tomorrow that's different than I did today? 
and no. and that being the basis of your programming method which is just ridiculous you know uh, uh, completely ridiculous and and kind of goes in the complete opposite direction like there's just no data you can collect from that that's useful that's going to benefit anyone you know except that everyone was confused and had to adapt to the workout today you know and yeah. and, and it and it kind of uh, it yeah, it just it just blows my mind, and those are the the stones that I'm throwing constantly because the the reality is is that people think that they that the, that the most important thing is to be entertained, and it's a very short. It, it goes against this whole notion of well, no, we need to educate people so they know what they're doing, so they get really good results. You know, yesterday I. I read a really great email from one of my mentors, Tony Bataji, who uh, is doing a, a course on fat loss at the moment. And, and you know, he, he, one of the things he said is, one of the things I pride myself on is that every time I, I do one of these presentations, uh, it's, di it's, it's generally different content. I update the slides literally the week before I do the presentation because it's, it's, a, it's an evolving space and we're learning every year. We learn new stuff. And a lot of people say, oh God, you know, I, I did that course a few years ago and then I went back and he was saying something totally different. Yeah, because he's learning just like we are, you know, and if you're not taking that scientific approach, um, then uh, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, look, it just, it just blows my mind. And, and, and that's, I think that should be key to everyone. You know, we get so caught up in the next shiny object, the next cool thing, the fad, the trend. Uh, it was muscle confusion. It was functional movement patterns. You know, uh, it, it, there's, there's, there's lots of these things that go around. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to at some point decide, what, what am I here for? Am I here to get a result or am I here just to be entertained? And just remember there are uh, benef pros and cons to both. You know, the obvious pros to getting results are, pr are pretty obvious. You get results. And the, uh, the, uh, the, um, the, the cons are that uh, from time to time you might find that it's not as exciting as a workout that changes every day. But the pros and cons to having a workout that changes every day are really obvious too. And the not so obvious um, con is that you are exposing your body to a lot uh, more risk of injury because there's no, there's no benchmark, there's no progressive overload, there's no load management, all of these things that are critical to keeping your body safe and, and, uh, and, and developing results and, and uh, strength, things like that, um, are just completely neglected. Yeah. Yeah, and the um, I mean the, the like, you might be sitting there thinking, well, you know, I I, I do want to be entertained, and I get really bored during my workouts, and and fair enough, but that's we've drawn a line in the sand, and that's not who we're for, and we have m made the distinction that we want to train people that want to get good results, and that's the people that fill our tribe, and it's definitely the people that fill our online coaching uh, tribe as well, the UMS online coaching group. They're all people that are looking for a result. And the thing is that when you, it takes a little bit of a shift in mentality because you do have to accept that for several weeks, in our case it's six weeks, we do six week cycles, you will be repeating the same workout on Monday that you did last week. But you, after, it has this roll-on effect where after a few months you start to feel changes in your body, things that you've never felt before. And that is a very empowering feeling and that gives a level of uh, motivation that I think is far greater than the motivation to just want to be entertained. Mm. And Alex C. Rook has just jumped on, commented that progression is entertainment. Yeah, it is. Exactly yeah, it, it absolutely is. It, 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 it is happiness. And if, because you if, if, if you haven't felt that before, you, you don't know what it's like. But, um, you know, if you think about, you know, one of the reasons why sugar, alcohol, cigarettes, 
um, legal forms of, of, of drugs are so prolific and why they're, they're such a big part of, of society is that it's an instant hit of endorphin. It, you know, whatever, however you, you, you have it, alcohol, sugar, cigarettes, whatever it is, um, prescription drugs, you know, the, you, you get a, a... Say food a, engineering, I hate it when you say sugar. Okay, if, you sat, if you sat down and tried to eat a bowl of sugar right now, I guarantee you wouldn't get past one teaspoon. Sugar is not addictive. Well, you're also very big on making sure that we speak a language that people understand. Yeah, fair enough. And the whole industry is saying sugar, sugar, it, it, sugar. It, it, and you want to start saying food engineering? Food engineering my gingerbread houses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll speak the language right, that other people right, understand. Right. But right. when Rad it, says sugar, he, he means food engineering, engineered it, processed food. It's um, but it's this, it, it's it's this instant hit. So you can buy all the you, dietitians. You can go from feeling <laughs> crap to immediately feeling better after having one cigarette or having one drink or having one chocolate bar, or whatever it is. You, you and you can do that with working out in a way that is like a fad workout that just gives you an endorphin hit. But you know, to get that result that Alex is talking about, to get that progression, it doesn't happen instantly. It takes more time. It takes patience. But the feeling is is so much better. It's so much more satisfying. It takes education. It takes benchmarking. Now I'm going to throw a big stone here, and I'm going to offend a lot of people. And I'm sorry if that's you. Well, I'm not actually because you do need to sort yourself out. <laughs> um, the the. The, 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 I've never met someone who is one of those people who love, like, say, I just can't do the same thing for a long time. I've never met one of those people who are super fit, who have achieved all their goals. Yeah. We've had a lot of them come. And, we, we, you know, every time we do a presentation at Unity Gym uh, for our fast growth workshop, the first thing we do is we go around the room and it might be uh, lately with COVID, we haven't been able to take more than like 20 people, but they've gone right up to sometimes 50 people, 60 people. And you go around the room and, and everyone is, asked where they've been why they're here and where they're going and every time you get one person at least who says oh, i just you know i just need something new because i get really bored and i need to change constantly and they're never the f anywhere near the fittest person in the room you know they're, ne they're never someone who's actually achieved their goals yep. um and so you know i really want to um, often the people that don't survive past 28 days yeah I, re I really want to challenge those people if that's you if you feel like you're one of those people just like you can change the blueprint around your health around your wealth around anything you need to change your blueprint around exercise you know and your 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 that whole dogma that you're basing everything off i need to try the next fat or i need to do this because if i don't i'm not entertained because that's why you you're not getting anywhere you know you really should challenge that like before rad said if you know some people are just like that and that's okay i don't think it's okay i think that person just needs to educate themselves mm. i think that person needs a bit more guidance from a good coach to educate them on how to progress because alex is right progression is entertainment but that person hasn't learned that yet they haven't seen it i think you know? people need to be more honest with themselves and you know you are wherever whatever your physical state is in right now you are a direct reflection of the environment that you've created around you and um yeah if you're sitting there thinking that that's what yarn has just described that that's you and 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 you're 15 pounds overweight or 30 pounds overweight or or whatever it is then that's that's a reflection of the way that you're living your life um there's, there's very few cases where that's a genetic um condition that's causing you to be like that it's got a lot more to do with the choices that you're making and yeah maybe you do need to um, start rethinking about the way that you approach training and entertaining Ooh. Oh, look at that, <laughs> silence. Um, yeah, and just in, just in like a kind of injury context as well um, from Physio Land over in this back corner. Um, yeah, I think like that 
uh, idea of like when you do have so much focus on that kind of random entertainment it does become much harder to understand where injuries like exactly what kind of what's causing injuries and so that's what i love about working with you know the members from unity gym is like you know exactly what they've been doing over the last you know like six weeks 12 weeks you know three years and it it becomes quite like simple to then diagnose like what like what changes uh led to you know certain injuries and of course like if you just walk down the street and roll your ankle like that probably doesn't have loads to do with your training but um most of the time in this sort of athletic population in a non on the field like non-sports context like injuries don't come from some traumatic injury they come from a a issue in load management which can either be you know programming or technique and so when you do have this really you know structured like simplified progressive approach to exercise like it just gives you so much power to understand like okay like this is what went wrong and then you can learn really valuable lessons that then makes you you know so much more injury proof and 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 a better performer going forward so it it just gives you not only like doesn't make it's not about just making my job easier like you know i I can do lots of questions and assessments or whatever but what it's really good is when we can work together and and point out like hey you know this changed here you know you maybe overdid this certain thing but you didn't do enough of this certain thing like that then becomes a really valuable learning experience for you and then gives you that much power going forward. So. Yeah. Now, the last thing I want to finish on before we wrap this up and jump over to our UMS online coaching uh, daily group coaching call is that um, from a practical standpoint, if you are one of those people that find that you are needing entertainment in your training, uh, one of the things that I would suggest you do is find something that you can use to demonstrate your skill and your uh, fitness, your strength and everything with it. It might be a weekend sport or a hobby, rock climbing, something like that. And and learn to, as a first step, learn to separate training from that that competition or sport. Because, you know, this is one of the problems that we're facing is that these these modern business model gyms that are doing these randomized workouts and trying to entertain people they you know similar to the, the mistake crossfit made a decade ago when they just exploded they 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 really blurred the lines between training and competition and 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 therefore people are joining a gym and that's becoming their um, their way of expressing themselves in in their physical attributes um, but but I, I think that's playing into the problem. And I think from a very practical standpoint, if, if you find that I can't need to be entertained, then do your entertaining somewhere else. Don't do it in the gym. The gym is a place to get it really dialed in to build your strength, build your fitness, build your flexibility, make, um, build a more robust in injury resilient body. And then go and entertain yourself elsewhere. Do some dancing classes. You know, our gym manager here uh, does um, salsa dancing. Do do kung fu. Do a martial art. Do jujitsu. Do a sport. Join a sporting club. Yeah. You know, and that that gives you a direction in your progression, which is what then can make the progression inherently satisfying. Is if you know, if you do like for me, I play a lot of beach volleyball, um, and so like you know, a focus for me is uh, you know jump height and like shoulder health so I can keep spanking um, you know volleyballs all day and not have a sore shoulder so that then is like very motivating for uh, when I get into the gym and, and, and then makes that progression like it, you kind of get this double effect of not only having fun outside of the gym with your body but also in the gym you suddenly like have something to attach it to whereas I know if I've just been training in the past like you know the progression itself got me going for a little while but it just didn't kind of hit the same way that um, you know having a sport and everyone's a bit different at that but. yeah absolutely now guys uh, we are going to bring this in for a landing. Alex Seabrook's made a great comment here. 
if you if you don't have a sport or a hobby, that's why we introduced calisthenics, and because it 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 provides a, you know a means to really progress and level up your skill, and then also a way to demonstrate your strength, flexibility, and fitness. Um, and we can always help you with that. We got lots of masterclasses and all sorts of stuff you can do with that. Next week we're going to be going deep. We're doing a whole series on how to design better programs. You're going to love it, especially if you're ready to take your training to the next level. So look out for that. In the meantime, have a fantastic weekend. If you are in Australia, if you are in America or anywhere else in the world that it, it isn't the weekend tomorrow, have fun at work. And uh, we will see you next week. See you guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.